Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hello and welcome to keeping up appearances the luxury podcast this is the companion podcast for exploring the hit bbc sitcom keeping up appearances today's episode was recorded live in front of a very exclusive assortment of bucket heads in london a few weeks ago In this episode, you'll hear what happened, well, most of it, and then the second part next week. Now, if the audio quality at the start of this was a person, it wouldn't be very hyacinth. It would be more Onslow. But bear with it, and it does soon improve up to and beyond British standards. We hope you'll enjoy the first part of our live episode. companion podcast for exploring the hit BBC sitcom Keeping Up Appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon-Smith and with me checking his nails, but only in a refined sort of way, is William Hanson. Oh, hello, yes, Jonathan and I are here because we absolutely love Hyacinth Bouquet and we're in good company because tonight we're joined live by a load of bucketheads. Wow. Wow. Now, can we have the lights up so we can see our bucket heads, please? Does that oh. finish? Oh. <laughs> just bear with. I've just got to turn my luxury piano off. There we go. <laughs> yes. Can we just have a smattering of yes. uh, house lights over the audience so we can see can who we we've see got? Them? I'm not sure if we want to, do we? Do- no. <laughs> we'll have a look. A dramatic <laughs> pause. Yes. Oh, oh here we go. there we go. That's oh. better. Oh. And they say the third world's overseas. <laughs> Never mind. It's like Beirut. Yes. Let's have a little look at you then. Oh, there's some gorgeous people down here. One or two Sheridans. Any. <laughs> I thought there might be. Quite a lot of Sheridans, actually. <laughs> this is perhaps the gayest thing going on in Soho tonight. <laughs> And that is saying something. Hello, sir. You're pierced. How are you? <laughs> do you, you have piercings on your ear? I do. Would Sheridan approve of that? No. Tarquin would. Tarquin would. Is this your Tarquin? I, I had a hunch. Depends who's asking. Depends who's asking. What's your name, sir? Henry. Henry. And what's your name? I didn't catch it. Adam. Adam. Adam and Henry. Well, that's good, solid names. Who have you got over there? Well, I think I might have found an onslow. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the nicest possible way. Are, are you anything like onslow, sir? 
I am, yes. Yes, you see, I could tell. Well, you're very welcome. Do you like keeping up appearances? I do. And is this your lovely wife next to you? Is this Daisy? <laughs> this, is, this is Daisy with me. My sister Daisy! She usually says I'm hyacinth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you could be hyacinth. I think I might have found Emmett over here. <laughs> Emmett and Liz from Let next door. Nice. You're keeping up appearances, fan. We are indeed, yeah. Oh, marvellous. And are you like Liz and Emmett? Are you brother and sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lovers. Married, yeah. Gabriels. Oh, Gabriels. Oh, how lovely. Well, enjoy the evening. Bucketheads, give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> Lovely, and we can very much turn the house lights down now, please. <laughs> That's quite enough of you. Oh, Lovely. Dear. All right, shall we, uh, so, shall we yes. crash on? So now we know who we've let, uh, let in. Let's get on with it. As you all know, in each episode of this luxury podcast, William and I take you through an episode of Keeping Up Appearances, and today it's our turn to talk about the 1994 Christmas special Angel Gabriel Blue. Mm. Can you take us through the synopsis, please, William? Yes. Hyacinth is interested in getting new worktops in her kitchen, uh, whilst Richard has a fungal problem with his foot, <laughs> which Hyacinth wants to disguise as something more acceptable. Over at Daisy and Onslow's, Rose discovers that there's someone else in Daddy's bed. A man. Yes. Shock horror. Um, let us just reflect generally on the episode, Jonathan. Do we like this episode? Yes. It's one of my favourites. I love the beginning and the middle, it peaks. I feel like it goes down a little bit in the second, second half. Yeah. But uh, then it redeems itself with the final scene. Yeah. I th oh, some, some murmurs of disagreement, maybe. Does anyone hate this episode? No. Good. Okay. Well, that's, that's a relief. We'd have to have you evicted. <laughs> I think at certain points in this episode, the pace slightly lacks. Mm. I think. I think just it's a forty-five minute episode, not a not a thirty-minute episode. Obviously, the QE two episode was was a full hour, but I still think at points it slightly loses pace. And we know that they filmed this in the February of nineteen ninety-four. It went out on Christmas Day in nineteen ninety-four, so it was filmed months and months in advance. And I just think, obviously, it comes off the back of the QE2 episode, which, do you all agree, is a very good episode? Good. And so, yeah... Did you see our jogging? <laughs> Look, I brought my cap. William wouldn't let me wear the tracksuit, but... It was more that I didn't want to wear the Richard <laughs> tracksuit. I quickly shut that idea down. But anyway, the episode starts outside of Wayne Elm. Uh, there's talk with the vicar, our close personal friend, Jeremy Gittins. There is talk of Buckfast Abbey, uh, which is in Devon. It's a nice little scene. I mean, I'm sure Jeremy Gittins got paid quite a lot to do really one scene. Um, but that's... Take his shoes off. Yeah. That was about it. Did anyone remove their shoes today, coming in? No? Okay. Good, because well... it's very common... Yes, we say this. We say this a lot. Actually, it's sort of it's odd that Hyacinth, if she wants to be posh, gets people to take her shoes off. Yes, but it's kind of it's the attempt of someone being posh, isn't mm. it? Because properly posh people do not make anybody take their shoes off when they enter their house. No, and she she then says to the vicar at one point, she says, "Oh, I only get tradespeople usually to take off their shoes." Well, that's a complete lie. We see her take every, get everyone to take their shoes off. Liz, Emmett, Onslow, Daisy, Richard. 
Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she's she's going through going through. The and motions. she explains why. It's because she's had her herringbone relacquered. <laughs> Have any of you had your herringbone relacquered <laughs> recently? No, you should. We highly recommend that. How do Jonathan? We love a cleaning product on this podcast. Oh, we do. How do you clean your floors? Are there any products from any particular foreign countries you like? Well, I do love a Spanish cleaning product. It's, it's no secret. They are the best cleaning products in the world. Um, I, but I, I, most of my house is carpeted, the very executive shag pile. And I, I have a man come in about twice a year to give it a thorough clean. My tiled floors yes. are cleaned normally with Las Tres Brujas <laughs> marble and ceramic cleaner, which is excellent. leaves a beautiful fragrance. Before you discovered Spanish cleaning products, did you not use an American product beginning with B? Did I? Didn't you used to rub your boner oh, all over the boner! floor? Boner! <laughs> yes, I was a fan of boner. Yeah. It's no secret. B-O-N-A. <laughs> and it brought the floors up nicely, didn't it? It did. It's, you can get quite, quite a high shine with a boner. You can... <laughs> this is the sort of level we'll be working on for the whole evening, just so you know. The phone rings. Yes. Uh, and she's called away. She, there's some, some talk about, it, oh, it, is it Her Majesty, obviously re re referring to Queen Elizabeth, uh, but it won't be her because she'll be on her way to Sandringham. So even though actually there's nothing really that Christmassy about this episode, uh, we sort of are told this is a, a Christmas period. Liz comes out in a very thick coat round the corner, um, which, is, which is fine. And actually one of the reasons, having read Harold Snow's book on uh, this episode, that they had to film it in February is because Dame Patricia, as she now is, was in Chichester doing Sheridan's, ironically, Sheridan's The Rivals uh, as Mrs. Malaprop. Oh, look yeah. at you. I know, I did my research for this. Which is, when which the phone is rings, she thinks it's someone important, but it's just, yet again, an order for the Chinese takeaway. Uh, which, which is nice, you know, it's a nice, nice recurring thing, and I think that comes back a few times uh, during the uh, during the evening, or during the, the the recording, the recording. What am I doing? Am I malfunctioning? <laughs> during. <laughs> Start again. Are you all right? Yes, I'll never get Sunday Times bestseller again. <laughs> Have I mentioned that? <laughs> Anyway, yes. Uh, Elizabeth arrives. Elizabeth arrives. Do you, when the vicar sits down on the doorstep, we see a lovely... Um, we see the bay tree, which is looking a bit lacklustre, but it is February, I guess, yeah. when they were filming yeah. this. And it's in that white pot. Now, do you know the technical term? Is anyone a keen gardener here for that white pot with the sort of the balls on top in the four corners? That is called a Versailles planter. So if you want a little bit of horticultural knowledge, if you ever see a wooden pot, or it could be any material, with four balls in the corner... I thought it would be interesting, it's fine. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. <laughs> we'll crash on and we'll move yes. inside Wayne Elm now. Yes, well, Elizabeth can't believe that the vicar's taking his shoes off and he explains that he's actually on the way out, so she's already made him remove the shoes. Mm. So even the vicar has to remove his shoes when arriving at Wayne Elm. Hyacinth is on the phone. Yes, she's uh, phoning the editor of the local newspaper to make an announcement because it's only too easy for people to feel neglected, which I think is a nice sentiment. Yes, and she's looking to place an advert in the paper, isn't she? Is it for something important? It's 
to announce the arrival of her new fitted kitchen. It's a perfectly normal thing to do. Yes. Although, if you got a new fitted kitchen today, I stand by the fact we've all, as a society, become hyacinths because you'd stick it on Instagram, which is basically the same, the modern equivalent. Well, that's true. Yes. Yes. Hyacinth has... We have become hyacinths. <laughs> all of us. Yes. A long time ago. Uh, Richard is having trouble with his foot. Yes. This is the first sniff of Richard's foot problem. I, I love the fact that when Hyacinth has sort of called the, uh, called the editor a downmarket typesetter uh, and has then sort of marched into the kitchen, she, as she's sort of putting things away, she's muttering, trying to bring a bit of happiness into people's lives and doing all her sort of kitchen-banging-doors routine. I think that's a, a lovely little underrated moment. She notices Richard, who's inspecting his foot, and he announces he's got itchy toes and he wants to go and see the doctor. Very inner city to stare at your feet, uh, she says. <laughs> Richard asks why the vicar was there, and Hyacinth says it's because she, as part of her new kitchen, wanted the vicar to come and inspect the worktop colour that she was considering because she couldn't decide between Lucifer Grey and, and Angel Gabriel Blue. Blue. And... Again, we have all, as a society, become hyacinth because nowadays, I mean, I don't know if it existed in 94, we've got Pharaoh and Ball. And quite frankly, Angel Gabriel Blue and Lucifer Grey could be Pharaoh and Ball colours. Like Elephant's Breath. Yes. Or my favourite, Clunch. <laughs> Your favourite? I love Clunch in the bedroom. That may surprise some people. Where have you got Clunch? All over my walls. Dripping with it. <laughs> this is not the lunchtime conversation anymore. <laughs> for any of Jonathan's listeners. <laughs> we then... <laughs> Former listeners. <laughs> we then teleported over to the other side of town, to Onslow and Daisy's bedroom, uh, where there is chat of rabbiting. Yes. Now you Have you ever been rabbiting? Is rabbiting where you try to get the rabbit out the hole? Yes, so my next-door neighbour goes rabbiting. Does he? I see him. He leaves about 6 o'clock in the morning. He's got a ferret in one pocket and a rock in the other. I'm not joking. I live in the country. And he goes off to a field and he puts his ferret down the hole and when the rabbit comes up, he smashes it on the head with a rock. When I first moved in, there was a dying pigeon in my garden. And it, I watched it for a couple of hours and it was just kind of slowly dying. So I went to my next door neighbour and I thought, well, he'll know what to do. He's got his rock. <laughs> so as I went round, I said, would you come and deal with this pigeon? So he said, yes, of course I will. So he came in and he... Oh, I'm sorry, there might be some vegetarians here. <laughs> He broke its neck in my living room and it shat itself on my carpet. <laughs> True. At least it gave you something to clean. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Horrible. Well, that's rabbiting. <laughs> <laughs> All of this will have to be cut. Yes. <laughs> it's been a very short episode. <laughs> 
by the time it goes out. Uh, so over uh, into into town, into the In Toto Kitchen showroom is yes. where they filmed it in Leamington Spa. That's a genuine kitchen company. Yeah, but it's that showroom is not there now. Sadly, oh. we can't go and visit that one. Uh, sadly, uh, and there's a very middle, or middle, upper middle class couple with a very deliberate Alice band, yes. uh, with with sort of lovely RP voices who are order, ordering their their kitchen, choosing the kitchen in the aristocrat range. Lovely, uh, lovely. I think they should. I mean, there's, there are beginning to be more gifts of hyacinth available on social media, but this episode is would be a gif gift uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, there are lots of sort of sort of judgy looks and facial expressions on close up of her. I might, if I the work dries up, I might gif a few more uh, of hyacinth. And there's all this talk of self cleaning, speed fast microwaves. Uh, you are, of course, a big advocate of an air fryer. Oh, I am. I love my air fryer. <laughs> I have a luxury air fryer with executive features. <laughs> and you got uh, Mikey and me into a, an air fryer. And you love it. We do love it. I'm going to say something now. Oh. I have noticed we've started to use it a little bit less than we did at first. Oh. This could be the end of Jonathan and my friendship. <laughs> we did come and... I mean, we still use it. We still, we still love it. Don't get me wrong. It's still very efficient. But the oven is coming back into play. <gasps> Well, there's no hope. No. So, sorry about that. You, I mean, you do a lot of your cooking outside during the, the warmer... I do, because I don't like the smell of cooking. So, I now, I try and cook as much as I... I'm not joking. I try and cook <laughs> as much as I possibly can outside, even in the winter. I barbecue in the winter, so all the smell goes outside and the grease. Lovely. I'm, gra I'm gradually turning into Kenneth Williams, because <laughs> Kenneth Williams... <laughs> Kenneth Williams used to cover his hob in cling film to keep it clean. Did Other you know than the, the bit he was using. Yeah. yeah. He did. Mm. And he also used to make all of his guests go and use the public loo over the road so they didn't, didn't get his dirty. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that idea. Didn't you had, a, you had a visitor over recently and they had been to London uh, at the round time of bedbugs? Yes. I made them strip off in my downstairs loo. Uh, so they didn't bring any bedbugs home. That's right. I bagged up their clothes and put it all in the washing machine immediately. <laughs> Which is lovely. And at this point in the episode, it's the only time, uh, as, as my friend Mark pointed out, that Hyacinth goes a little bit political. Uh, <laughs> where she talks, she gets a little bit Brexit, as we would call it now, where she talks about that EC channel tunnel nonsense. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> she doesn't hold with the metric system. Which is fun. It's an amusing, uh, amusing little thing. And obviously we've got a nice appearance of Trevor Bannister, who, do we know who Trevor Bannister was in another sitcom? Excellent. Yes, sir. Mr. Lucas from Are You Being Served? Uh, oh. He is the kitchen salesman. Uh, so it's nice to sort of that he's reprising that salesman role. She uh, says, when I say she, Hyacinth says to this salesman that she's looking for a certain kind of kitchen and she wants Angel Gabriel Blue worktops, at which point he informs her that unfortunately Angel Gabriel Blue has been discontinued. Yes, and but that, again, Hyacinth being, I've said this before on the podcast, she's an eternal optimist, I think. She turns that round, and actually that's quite a good thing because then very few people will have it in their homes. Yes. And it becomes even more exclusive. Yes. So she sends him off into the back room to go and phone exclusive kitchens just to see if they have any leftover Angel Gabriel Blue. And while he's doing that... <laughs> oh. You've spotted the worktop, haven't you? <laughs> he... Uh, she decides that she's going to test the worktop. Yes. 
in the showroom for stains and cleaning up. And I have to hand it to her. I think that's a very practical thing. It's excellent. If you, you know, kitchens are not cheap, and so actually you do want to do a little bit of a test yes. on the work surfaces. So I don't actually know why Mr. Lucas sort of looks, or Mr. Merriweather as he is in this, looks at her in such horror when he comes back from talking to exclusive kitchens. Um, but also, did you also pick out that the shop closes at lunchtime? Yes. Do shops still close at lunchtime now? That, I think that seems like a very dated not thing now. to do. Not now. No, they can't afford to. <laughs> to keep, keep going. Sales are sale. So at this point in the evening, we thought we would combine something from this episode, the worktop cleaning, with something that we love, cleaning products. <laughs> and so we thought perhaps uh, we could do a little bit of a test uh, and we might, at random, pick someone from the audience to come and test out our own worktop. Now, Jonathan's going to very smoothly uh, move his keyboard on this very expensive stand that we got for the keyboard, which sometimes doubles as an ironing board, <laughs> as you can see. Put that there, which is nice. And we've got our own uh, Lucifer Grey kitchen worktop. The looks we got carrying that through London <laughs> earlier. Now, whilst Jonathan just you want to get the cleaning. Box. Yes, yes, yes. Now, who is quite good at cleaning? Hands up if you're a good cleaner. Not many people putting their hands up, because I'm actually looking for a filthy cleaner. I'm tr sorry, I'm trying to rule a few people out. Now, remind me again, sir, of your name that never watched this programme. My name's Ben. Ben, and remind me of your name. Howell. Who's the better cleaner? Me. <laughs> Would you like us to teach Ben some cleaning technique? Oh, yes, please. Yes. Are you up for it, Ben? You sound like his mum, but yeah, let's go. Okay, a round of applause for Ben. <laughs> Come, Come up, on here. up oh. here. Come on up here. Now, can I introduce you to a luxury Spanish cleaning product? This is an anti-back spritz and is very good for a high buff polish. Now, can I just demonstrate how you, so you may know to, oh, now you may get a lovely aroma. It smells, it smells of Jean-Paul Gaultier. It does, yeah. Can you smell it? Oh no, I can smell it very funny. Isn't it, it's not funny, it's lovely. No, no, now, no, 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 lovely. Oh, lovely, lovely, right, right. okay. Now we're going to uh, put this to the test. Here's a microfiber, I'm a big fan of a microfiber. Yep. Are you, are you familiar with doing a high buff polish? No, this is my first time. Well, this is your first time. Now we're going to, um, as Hyacinth Bouquet in the program does, we're going to deposit one or two, how can we, how can we describe it? I mean, we have some daddy's sauce, we're gonna splatter that all over the place. Can I ask, have you ever been splattered with daddy's sauce? Only once. Only once. Ask a silly question. <laughs> oh, you've got lovely shoes, I've just noticed. Oh, thank you, they're monk straps. I know they are, yes. <laughs> are they Northamptonshire shoes? No. No. Never mind. Right. Carry on. How, how am I supposed to. I'll do it. Are you, you, you going to use your fingers? Oh, you are dirty. Is that honey? Uh, no, this is a fine cut marmalade. Marmalade, yes. Never had marmalade. You've never had We're it? We're not eating it. Do you want... <laughs> oh, God, there's... Oh, he's going. I don't know what's going on there. Don't eat it! 
Well, it's not a prop, is it? No, no, no. no. Oh, that's no, real. <laughs> You've got three minutes left to live. <laughs> now, can I go in with the daddies? Oh, look oh at Jonathan, that. we're meant to have aprons on at this point. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pop an apron on quickly, Ben. Getting carried away. Just we wouldn't want to damage that. I'm sure damage TK Maxx will have another oh, one, no. though. So. <laughs> Lovely, right. Now, and William was insistent that he wanted cookie dough. They, yes, because she does cake mixture, doesn't she? Yes, but of cookie. Huh? Oh, 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 wow. There. <laughs> William, it's gone dry and crunchy. Yes. I'll right. complain to Amazon. Well, off you go, Ben. Clean, clean it, it up. up. It's horrible. What, Let's wait, see your technique. That's it. You want to use this and just go straight yeah. in? Yeah, yeah, go on. Show us how you do a high buff polish on that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh, it's oh. kind of gross. But you, no, 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 no. What do you want to, no, what do, you want to do with it? It's like, this is, what am I supposed to do with this? No, like, you've made a right mess of that. Am I, like, what, in one corner? Yeah, well,. I, like, I'm sorry, this is my first time. Howell, have you been together long? <laughs> yes, you have. He's usually the one that wipes after I cook, but yeah, okay. I mean... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, this is... I, I you, your like, cooking's that good, is it? <laughs> I, nice. I mean, is it... Jonathan, <laughs> save Ben for us. Please, please do. <laughs> it's just disastrous. I mean, you've I just kind of... You've that. smeared like... it all round. So what you do, first of all, you would try, look, and contain it within said mic... Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not as easy as it oh, looks. Oh, you I see, contain think. that like that. It's like... Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know there was a second cough coming in. I would have gone straight through that, but yeah, OK. Just wipe Don't that. Don't blame your tools. <laughs> so when you've contained all of that... No, oh. Now, the good thing about this is there'll be absolutely no bacteria in any of this because this is anti Oh, dear. <laughs> Can you smell it, though? It doesn't smell... It smells like a mixture of mayonnaise, marmalade and... Jean-Paul Gaultier. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. That's quite clean, Look isn't it? Look at that. That is a high buff polish, ladies it does and gentlemen. <laughs> now... Now... Ben, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, we didn't really think how we get this back. <laughs> yeah. So Pretty just bear with us. stupid idea was this. Lovely. So we, we, leave the, um, we leave the kitchen shop and we're uh, over to Onslow and Daisy's bedroom. They are still in bed. And, of course, we were very pleased recently to meet... Judy Cornwell. Oh, yeah, she was lovely. Bless she her is heart. Lovely. Eight, what is she, 83, 84? Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, I mean, we were so excited to yes. meet her. Did you all hear the episode with her? Wasn't she lovely? Yeah, wasn't she lovely? We're back to Wayne Elm. Yes. And Richard has returned from the doctors. He's doing the shoe off routine outside. Yes. And he announces to Hyacinth that he's got athlete's foot. Shock. You don't like feet, do you, Jonathan? I think feet are disgusting. If I had... <laughs> if I was to redesign the human body, I would slice off the feet at the ankle and I would have a very smart chrome or stainless steel disc. <laughs> I think it's very sensible. Yes. 
That's marvellous. Richard yes. has announced that he's got this fungal foot infection, and Hyacinth is absolutely appalled. There's that lovely moment where she's looking around to see if anybody's heard outside, any of the neighbours have heard. I will not have you diagnosed as fungus, <laughs> is what she says. That's right. So we then cut to arguably the best, the beginning of the best part of the mm. whole episode. Liz and Emmett, they are, first of all, in their house, talking about the fact that they've seen Richard limping. And I've said this before on the podcast, I'll say it again, Emmett becomes more and more of a psychopath as the series goes on, because he starts to have very violent thoughts about what he would like to do with Hyacinth. And in this instance, he hopes that Richard is limping because he has pushed Hyacinth off a cliff. <laughs> Which is psychopathic. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the phone goes. We assume it's Hyacinth. Liz doesn't even have to say anything. It's coffee in ten minutes. Coffee in ten minutes. Lovely. Hyacinth is now pacing around in the kitchen. Mm. She's very concerned that they must come up with something that's wrong with Richard's foot other than a fungus. They need to find something that's painful but polite, which is what someone once wrote about me. <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> which is nice. We they now cut to Onslow and Daisy, don't yes, we? Yes, they've, they've gravitated downstairs. There's the hitting the TV routine. Onslow is drinking his breakfast. And then there's the borderline... Is it homophobic borderline moment where Rose announces there's someone in Dad's bed. It's a man. <laughs> Out comes the beer. Well, would you not react that way if somebody was in your daddy's bed? Yes, true, exactly. to be fair. That, I hadn't thought about it like that way. <laughs> I'd got too millennial and got too offended too quickly. Never mind. Hyacinth has come up with an idea. Yes, they're in their bedroom, the chintzy bedroom. Yes. She's decided that the best thing Richard could have caught was gout. He's got gout, which is not an embarrassing illness because no. it's an aristocratic disease. It's practically a pedigree. Yeah. Um, I have never had gout. Have you had gout? No, I've never had gout. No, no. although you do, you do live a good life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. You say it's just a matter of time. Yes. I'm sure it'll, it'll creep up on you uh, at some point. But have you had any other embarrassing ailments? Well, it's funny you say that. Um, I've had uh, a pylonidal sinus. Has anybody in here ever heard of a pylonidal sinus? What the heck is that? It's an ingrowing hair on your backside. Which bit of your backside? It was... Did I just hear my father laughing then? <laughs> it was just below my coccyx and it became very infected and it swelled up like a golf ball. Oh. Yes. So I went to the doctor and I was hoping the doctor would just sort it out and he took one look at it and he said, you're going to have to go to A&E. So I went to A&E, yes. and I'm not going to dress this up. I have never had so many fingers up my bottom. <laughs> One after the other came in behind that curtain. Would you mind if I just... Even the cleaner had a go. It was awful. And are you okay now? And I told everyone that I'd had a back operation. <laughs> <laughs> I did 
did I even tell work I'd had a back operation? <laughs> well, you can't tell people you've had a boil on your bum, can you? No. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice. And there's all this, there's all this then chat back at Onzone Days as they're starting to think about going into Daddy's room and they're chatting in the corridor and I think one of them comes out and they've spoken to this Mr. Moresby, who's the guy in Daddy's bed. And Mr. Moresby has a receipt. And thus he can't, he's saying, you know, he's, you know, he's got squatter's rights almost, he's got a receipt. Now, Jonathan, on your show, you do consumer rights. You're going to ask me consumer advice at this live show? Yes. Would Mr. Moresby stand much for chance <laughs> in the small claims court? Because well, he's if got there's a, a written contract, then there they would be a chance, yes. Okay, fine. Okay, so good to know. Does anyone... Jonathan, <laughs> genuinely, I'm going to just get, uh, slightly puff his ego now. Oh. Jonathan's consumer rights show, marvellous. I have learnt so much. So go and listen to that. BBC Three Counters, I think, is excellent. Thank you. No, there, there we go. <laughs> Mr. Moresby would love it. He's obviously listened. <laughs> yes, he would. Uh, so, yes, they don't, they don't really know what to do, and uh, we are left in a slight quandary. Yes. Now, it's at this... Oh! Hang on, I'd, I'd better get this. It's bound to be someone important. Hello, the bouquet residence! Now, we are going to take a very short break. If you are listening to this uh, on the podcast feed in a few weeks' time, you will hear the second part of our chat about Angel Gabriel Blue next Wednesday. If you are here live with us at 21 Soho, take 15 minutes, indulge in the Dowager Lady Ursula's homemade gooseberry wine or a frappe mint julep, and Jonathan and me will see you after the break. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.